Well, hello, everyone. I'm Mallory Melcher-Post. We're happy to have you joining us on the podcast today. We have a wonderful and wise guest on the show. Our gorgeous friend, Kathy Norris, is here with us this morning to share about daily walking with God, and we're so grateful. So thank you so much for being here with us to speak. Just a little bit about Kathy to help you guys all get to know her. You're an empty nester now. Is that correct? That is correct. You have how many kids and grandkids? I have four kids and three grandkids. Oh, wonderful. And I know you watch your cute grandkids a lot, but do you have any new hobbies as an empty nester that you've had some time to develop or anything? You know, it's kind of funny. I actually got a job at 55. I'm not sure who thought that was a good idea, but (laughs) it's worked out really well. And I have kind of turned into a little bit of a homebody. We have a new home. And so I just love being home and enjoying Mm -hmm. my home and having people into my home. That's my favorite thing right now. Oh, I love that. I like hosting too. Um, So spending time with God, um, why is this topic something that you're passionate about? I think, you know, the world is just kind of a crazy place. Mm -hmm. And I see where my times with God have really gotten me through so many things in my life. And I really hold on to that. And as the world gets honestly darker and more things come up and I get older, um, I just find myself more and more seeing the value of just having that time with God to hold on to throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And that's so powerful. Um, well, we can't wait to hear your lessons. Please continue. <laughs> you. Okay. Well, today I do want to talk briefly about our time with God, uh, just one-on-one. And hopefully I can share some things that I really believe Um, that will encourage you in your pursuit of knowing God. My most favorite thing about God right now in my life is that he always shows up. And I think there's times in our life where we wonder, like, where is God? What are you doing? Do you even hear me? And I think I just, I've come to the realization that he is always there and he always shows up. Deuteronomy 439 is a great verse. It says, so remember this and keep it firmly in mind. The Lord is God both in heaven above and on earth, and there is no other. And the scriptures, as we look through them, are full of God assuring us, reassuring us, reminding us that he shows up. The scriptures tell us we can't hide from him. He's close to the brokenhearted. He watches us every place. He's near to all who call on him. And he's with us wherever we go and on and on and on. So if I want to really know God, then I believe I've got to show up as well. So my husband and I, you know, when we met, I know that we had a long distance relationship for about five months and we would have had a really hard time getting to know each other and really building that relationship deeper if one of us had refused to show up Mm -hmm. or if maybe one of us had only sporadically showed up. And so I really believe that God wants us to seek him and to know him and that there's many ways that he shows up. I believe he shows up through the word, through the Holy Spirit working. Um, Even as we're out in nature, we see God there and uh, and then in the people around us. Um, And then, you know, my husband and I just moved recently and we found a home that we were super excited about, but we really needed to make it our own. It had some smells and some (laughs) colors that we weren't too excited about. So I kind of think about that um, in our relationship with God as well, that as we seek to grow, you know, maybe someone that's listening has just is just discovering God, maybe just Mm -hmm. beginning their walk with God. Um, And they're in the process of kind of how do they make it their own? Um, Or maybe they've been somebody that's been really growing and continuing to make it a deeper place to really live. 
to really live every day. And um, I really want to use that analogy through this lesson about kind of our home and our spiritual home, our spiritual walk with God. So first of all, I just wanted to talk about that. Uh, God shows up, so I must show up. So we moved into this house. It's an old house. It's 60 something years old and it's beautiful, but it's old. And we knew there'd be some work on it. But the most disappointing times that we've had so far are when we've had contractors set up to come and they just don't show up. You know, there we are sitting and waiting and waiting and waiting and no one comes. And it made me think, I wonder if God feels that way sometimes. We're really busy women. I mean, we are not just sitting on the couch, you know, watching TV, eating bonbons. You know, we work, we provide for our families, we serve people, we work out. We have to get the homework done, cook and clean, do laundry. I mean, there's always something or someone that really pulls for our time. Mm-hmm. I love the scripture in Second Chronicles 16, 9 that says, The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. Wow. I need that kind of strengthening every day. And I want to show up for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe that God's deep desire is to reveal himself to us in many ways. And I know that when I open my Bible, God is there wanting to help me know him better. He wants me to see him. He wants me to experience him. And he wants me to connect with him. So what does that look like? Really, today, if you can make a decision to show up, to have a place, to have a time, to have some kind of a plan, and just show up. That's a great place to start. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, do the work. You know, um, one day we had a contractor come over to fix the holes in our walls. We had 15 holes because we had this big slab leak, and we had to repipe everything. And so there were just 15 holes all over this freshly, newly painted house. And he came in, and he patched up one hole, and then he said, you know what, I have to go on my lunch break. And, you know, hello, this is California. There's lots of laws about lunch breaks and all that. So we're like, okay, well, that was about three and a half weeks ago. He never came back. Some lunch break. (laughs) I know, right? And, you know, he patched one hole. He didn't stand it. He didn't texture it. He didn't paint it. He just left. And so the problem was that there was our wall, but it still wasn't repaired. Right. And again, I feel like sometimes I can be that way with God. I show up, which is good. But I do some minimal patchwork, and then I go on my way, Mm. off to have lunch or off to do what I want to do. And the problem with that is that I haven't put in the work and let God lead me so that I can grow to change and know him better. Romans 10, 17 says that, consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. So what I do today in my time with God isn't just for today. Mm Sure, it's valuable to set my mind for the day, but really it's the day after day after day that I need to prepare my heart and faith and life for what lies ahead. You know, as students, we study, 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 hopefully, because we know there's going to be a test, right? Right. As athletes, we're working out. You know, we don't just say, oh, I have a big game next week. I think I'll just do nothing all week. No, we work out, we run, we condition we eat right so that we'll be prepared for that game as busy moms you know we know that we have to grocery shop and meal plan and get the laundry done in order to prepare for the week and I feel like it's the same way spiritually I've got to show up and do the work not just for today but life gets hard and so when there's difficult times 
I want to be able to be prepared for those challenges. I know that I can handle whatever comes my way if I can walk through it with God. But I have to work and prepare for those battles and those challenges when they come. You know, when I grab and read and dig through my Bible, God has taught me to trust him no matter what. It has convinced me that God is good all the time. I have no doubt that he has my back and will always do what's best in every situation, even when I can't see it or understand what he's doing. In my life, I have lost jobs. I've had loved ones with illness. Uh, I had a husband that passed away. I've watched my kids go through some really heartbreaking times. But the daily consistent reading and praying, and for me singing, builds my faith and built my faith strong enough to stay faithful through it all. And God showed up for me every single time. It takes doing the work. We can't just patch things up and expect our faith to hold in those times of temptation and challenge. Mm -hmm. So what does that look like? I think it's different for everyone. But I think it's about journaling, perhaps. I think it's about making a decision every day about whatever you read, uh, confessing our sin to God, and really not just confessing it, but really going after repenting, going after really changing and making a difference. And then also just having a good friend, a safe place and a friend that can know you that well and know the real you that maybe a lot of people don't see. And then I think, um, last of all, we get to enjoy the transformation. You know, Romans 12.2 talks about that we no longer conform to the patterns of the world, but that we're being transformed. Our minds, our lives, the way, you know, the way we think, the way we do things, you know, we're transformed. And right now, our house is beautiful. You know, there's no more holes in the walls. <laughs> you know, we showed up, we did the work. And the transformation is so evident. Mm. And, you know, no one knows what's behind those walls but us. But it's transformed and it's really lovely. Mm. You know, every day is not a stellar time with God. I don't walk away from my times with God every day like, whoa, that was amazing. That was the best time with God I've ever had. Mm -hmm. Some days it's super hard to be focused and to really connect. And at times it can be really discouraging. I remember a time... uh, When I was reading my Bible and I just felt like I was just reading kind of the words on the page, nothing was getting in, nothing was getting in my head, my heart. I just felt like I walked away like, okay, well, did that even do anything at all? And it became super discouraging. And day after day, I mean, this lasted for weeks. And I literally would get to the point where I would almost cry and even did shed a few tears just thinking about, okay, it's time to go read my Bible because I was so afraid that I was just going to walk away and feel dead Mm -hmm. and just feel like I didn't get anything out of it. Mm -hmm. And all I knew was not to give up. I was like, okay, I know not reading it and staying away from it isn't going to do me any good. So I'm just going to keep reading. So every day I would just open it up and read, open it up and read and read and read and read. And one day something really hit me. And I remember crying because I was so grateful, like, oh, I feel moved. I feel like I connected. I feel great. But looking at it now, I really know that God was working on my character. Hmm. You know, I couldn't see what he was doing in that time because I wasn't feeling a lot or I didn't think I was. But really in that time, as I look back, God taught me to really be strong. He taught me to be resilient, 
to persevere, and to be tenacious. Mm. And I have needed those lessons many, many times in my life. And I think, too, in the transformation, you know, enjoy your prayer walks. I love prayer walks or prayer runs or having quiet times with other friends. But, you know, Psalm 4610 has has really become to mean a lot to me where it just says, be still and know that I'm God. Mm. And in this busy world where I feel like we we love, you know, to go through the drive through to get our coffee and we love, you know, to stream our movies. And I'm so spoiled by Amazon because oh, yes. everything comes like the next day. And if I get a package and it takes three or four days, I'm like, where is my package, you know? <laughs> right. And yet, you know, sometimes I think we just need to stop and be with God mm. and we need to watch and we need to listen and we need to really enjoy him because he is so graciously lovingly transforming us every day, even when we don't realize it. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about our times with God, I think if I could just encourage you to show up, to do the work, that you will see and enjoy the transformation in your times with God and in yourself. Amen. Well, thank you so much. That was awesome. Um, I wanted to ask a couple more questions, if that's okay, just following up on some of the things you said. So I do, I love my time with God and I love how you're talking about like the power of those times, but I do, I really struggle with focusing sometimes. My mind starts racing. I start thinking about a to-do list or (laughs) maybe just random things. Like I, as, even as I'm reading, I'm start, I start thinking about something different. Um, so what's something that helps you focus in your, cause I know you're a busy mom, busy grandma, you got a job still, you got a house to maintain all these different things. So like what helps you focus when you are spending that time with God and make it just about him? That's a great question. I think I remember those days where I would just be like, okay, I'm going to get on the floor and pray. And then I would see my couch and be like, I should really move that couch into a different part of the room. And then I'd be like, wait, I'm supposed to be praying right now, you know, or I would think, oh, this would make a great class or a great devotional Mm -hmm. for someone, someone I'm that's hurting. And, oh, this verse is so good for them. And, and so like pulling my mind and pulling it back to say, no, this is me. And I, I honestly really believe that, um, just the consistency of pulling your mind back. It's like you're training yourself. Mm, You know, I'm pulling my mind back to focus. Um, I think, um, you know, when, when kids, uh, study or, or when we have to study for a class having, you know, they always say like, if you have a certain desk and you have your pencils, you have your computer, you have, you know, that you can constantly go to that same place, Mm -hmm. then it's easier to get in that mindset. You know, so I have this favorite place on my couch. I almost always have a cup of tea when I read my Bible. I always have a pen. I cannot sit down and read my Bible unless I have a pen in my hand. And I think just over the years, as you do the same thing and you, you will train yourself and you even train your mind to get into that spot where you will learn how to focus and how to, um, get your mind and your heart in that time. Okay. No, that's awesome. That's really helpful. Thank you. Sounds like it's something to do with perseverance too. You (laughs) mentioned that earlier in your lesson when you're talking about when it's challenging to feel connected to God Mm -hmm. in your times with him. Um, Because I know I've related to that. I've had friends in my life that have communicated that too. It's difficult to persevere in those times where you don't feel connected. There's not really an emotional pull. You don't feel Mm -hmm. like you're getting a ton out of it and it can actually really feel like there's something wrong with you Mm because you're around spiritual people or you go to church and everybody's all connected and 
and you feel like there's something wrong or you're missing something, what what would you say about that? Or do you have any tips? I know it sounds like that's something you've been through and kind of came out on the other side of, and you felt like God grew you through that. But mm-hmm. when you're in that phase, what would you say to us that maybe are in that phase right now? I think one of the things that I did talk about was just not giving up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so easy to give up. I think we underestimate the power of the world and what it steals from us. You know, the thoughts in our head, the things that happened at work that day, the distractions and all the Mm -hmm. things that pull. And so I think because we need to be really focused in our times with God, I do think it's a great conversation to have with other women. I think if you looked around, you'd be surprised that everybody doesn't seem as connected as you think they are (laughs) because we (laughs) all struggle with that, you know, but I think just don't give up. I would just say, don't Mm -hmm. give up. Just keep going back to that spot. Keep reading. You know, if you need to pull in a friend to maybe pray with or do Mm -hmm. a Bible study with you, I think that's really helpful. I think there's times when I get to be the strong one and there's times where I need some help. Right. And I just, I need to have somebody there that will walk me through something. Even now, you know, after all these years, I still have times where I'm like, oh, I'm just not connecting. But I have those women in my life that I feel like will come alongside me and walk me through those times until I get through that point. Mm -hmm. But just the importance of showing up. I love Mm -hmm. that, how simple it is, but how powerful it can be in our lives. Thank you for that. You also mentioned the importance of drawing near to God in both good and hard times or circumstances and really letting him lead you. Obviously, we have to be connected to him and spending time with him to let him lead us. What are some practicals to letting God lead? Like, how do we know Mm. if we're doing that? You know, I think all of us know he has great plans for us and we want to be on that. We want to be on board with that. But how do we know if we're doing that? Well, when you find out, let me know. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good question. I think most recently in our uh, in our lo- looking for a home, you know, we prayed last year. It's funny. Last year was a total year. Uh, at the at the end of two thousand seventeen, you know, it's like Happy New Year. You're texting all your friends, and my friends. We're like, happy new year. And I just thought, okay, God, what do I want this next year to be? Mm -hmm. And I texted this whole group of women, like, I'm praying that 2018 will be a God led year. Now I wasn't planning on moving. I wasn't planning on, you know, switching the regions in church. Like there was Mm -hmm. so many things I wasn't planning on, but it became this amazing year of God walking us through and really leading us. The house that we bought which, you know, isn't really spiritual, but became a very spiritual lesson. We tried not to buy this house so many times. We would just drive by it. Oh, we should look at that. Nah. Oh, we should look at that. No. No, we don't want that house. We don't want that house. We even, um, so we'd go make an offer on one house and then that one didn't go through. Then we actually made an offer on this house and we decided, nah, we don't like it that much. Then we made an offer on another house and then that one didn't go through. So then we went back to this house and it was just funny how through that process, God was leading us and showing us, no, this is where you need to be. And we're so grateful. But I think the key was in the process, I didn't feel anxious. Hmm. I didn't feel frustrated or insecure or what am I going to do? We don't have a place to live. I mean, we lived with people for seven weeks because we didn't have a Mm -hmm. home to live in. Mm -hmm. 
but I felt very taken care of by God. And because I was praying a lot about God leading us, there was this peace. And so this real peace and real trust of it's okay. We haven't got there yet, but God's going to show us. So I think, um, when you find yourself feeling insecure and anxious and oh no, I think we do have to stop and go, okay, am I doing my part? Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't just going to sit on the couch and go, well, God's going to bring me a, you know, house someday, you know, but I think is God leading me? Well, as I'm praying and I'm watching, you know, am I watching for what he's showing me, Right. you know, because again, God shows up. So it might be when you go to work today or something someone says, or, you know, and I think as you grow in your time with God, you have this peace and this understanding that he's always there. He knows it all. He has a plan. And so he will lead us. He will go before us in every time of our life. But I think there's so much powerful uh, wisdom and giving him opportunities to do that. Mm-hmm. And then looking for what he does provide when we ask, he is going to answer, but we have to have the eyes that are going to see it. So yes. I think that's really powerful. It reminds me of that, um, Psalm that says, I lay my requests at your feet right. and I wait in expectation. Yes. And I think that's that heart of like, okay, I've prayed about it. I've laid it at God's mm-hmm. feet and he already knows now I'm excited. Cause I get to see what he's going to show me. Right. And that's that real connection and that real relationship that, you know, develops and that grows. And then I don't have to take it on me because I know he's just going to lead me through that. Kathy, I really appreciate you being here and and leading us. Um, We deeply appreciate it. Thank you so much to everybody who listened to the podcast today. All of us on the pod squad pray that it encourages and inspires you in your daily walk with God, like Kathy was talking about. So we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for being here. We are one.